Clear and Vivid is sponsored by the Kavli Foundation, dedicated to advancing science for the benefit of humanity. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I'm Alan Alda, and this is Clear and Vivid, conversations about connecting and communicating. Loretta, have you noticed that Mike has a beard? No, I didn't notice. (laughs) How long have you been growing this? Well, since I couldn't go out anymore, I decided nobody's going to see me. What the hell? I don't give a damn. Yeah, I've reached that age where, in the middle of arranging my hair, I think. Ar- I love that arranging, <laughs> arranging your hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not enough to comb anymore. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, I haven't seen parlor, a beauty parlor in months. I've finally discovered what's underneath the blonde all these years. You know, it's very white. So I have to, as soon as we go out and make contact, I have to blonde up again. In the midst of everything happening around us now, I thought it would be fun to get the comfort of old friends and see how they're doing. So I started rounding up the MASH gang for another get-together. But it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. Now, if you want to see somebody, you have to zoom at them. And that wasn't possible for Jamie Farr and Gary Berghoff. Loretta Swit and Mike Farrell were available. Actually, Mike, Loretta, and Loretta's dog were available. It took us a while to get everything working on Loretta's iPhone, which I never let her forget throughout the conversation. It was a lot like the old days when we sat around and made fun of each other. Welcome, Loretta and Mike. It is so good to see you because we just spent about an hour trying to make everything work. I loved every I loved every moment of it. It's always so good to see you, Alan. Hi, dear. How are you? How are you doing? How, how are you both doing? Western. <laughs> I'll let Mike speak first. How are you, Mike? Great, thank you. I'm doing wonderfully, and things are fine here, California. It's a beautiful day, and I'm inside. And when I go outside, I put on my mask and gloves to pick up mail uh, periodically to the grocery store. <laughs> my kids insist that I should not do the shopping, that they should do it. So uh, every once in a while, I have to sneak. You sneak out. <laughs> I sneak out. <laughs> That's so sweet. Why don't you let them do it? They want to do it for you. That's great. I go out um, only occasionally during the week, very infrequently. I'll tell you, I have an old cat. She's going to be 19 in two weeks. 
and she needs hydration intravenously. And I have to take her to the vet, which is only two blocks away. And I, um, I'm masked, I'm gloved. I look like a ninja. It's really quite attractive, actually. So that's my one outing. We have this angel of a neighbor in the building who shops for everybody. She knocks on the door. She'll call, what do you need? And she just brings food or whatever we need. Occasionally, when I'm at the vet, I'll go around the corner to a, to a market there while I'm waiting for the cat. Come back and I do that marketing. That's it. I don't do anything else. And you know how I am very vocal. If I see somebody walking without a mask, I tell them they're wrong. You know? <laughs> I say, excuse you, me, can I yell at you for a moment? <laughs> do, do you, what do you actually say to them? I say, I'm sure you feel the mask is very uncomfortable, but you're going to really hate the ventilator. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think that's, that's I got a little banner in my, I know my email. I, I said, that. this is perfect. It made me it laugh and it sends the right message at the same and time. And it doesn't, it does it doesn't sound hateful. So I, I but I religiously watch Cuomo. I am such a fan. Uh, there has been a new word. I don't know if you've heard this new word has been coined. I'm a Cuomo sexual. <laughs> no, I, I had this man is really he's got it. He's, he's a good communicator, it. isn't he? Oh my, yes, yes. And yeah, he he'll, gets and very he's personal so and, and natural, and honest from the heart, and he just loves this city the way I do. He and he loves New Yorkers, and he's always praising us. And uh, he has now added. Um, Cuomo has now added, it's not only New York uh, tough, it's New York smart, it's New York uh, united. And, you know, all the most important things that we can make happen to get over this and get through it, you know? I do. Mike, Loretta and I were talking about New York at 7 p.m. every night when people... I think that's wonderful. I've seen... It is. I I can't tell you... I'm out in the country with Arlene. And uh, no, nobody bangs pots or pans in the country. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen videos, and they're really, really lovely. What do you do that in California at all? Does, does Benedict Canyon come alive? With they, they don't have pots and pans in California. <laughs> they take they, out. They do yeah. take out, and they go to restaurants. Right, Mike? <laughs> we, have this, we have this weird thing here. We go out at four o'clock and and applaud, and nobody knows what's going on. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the time difference. <laughs> so, I, have you both been thinking about the essential people who? Mm without whom we can't survive. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. we're all saying, well, I'm getting along in the quarantine. It's uncomfortable, but I'm making the best of it. But the people who are allowing us to do this, the hospital workers who are... Mm-hmm. I've, done, I've done a video, uh, several, actually. I've done several videos for the nurses, uh, first responders and so forth. And I do, you know, all these cameos too, to boost morale. A lot of the cameos I do are pep talks, actually. You know, uh, a nurse will write in about a companion, a nurse, and, and say she works so hard, a kid, you, whatever. And they all relate so strongly to the fact that I played a nurse. And so they, they, they think I know what I'm talking about when I talk about nursing. But I always make it very clear that uh, they were my role models. You know, they, they have it. I say, no, you have it backwards, you know. 
uh, I'm not your role model. You were mine. I, I was asked to do a couple of video messages to people working in hospitals, and I was surprised how much it seemed to mean to them. Were you, oh, you yes. anything like that, Mike? Yeah, there, there's a thing here that was we just made the paper yesterday. A doctor wrote about a woman, uh, a nurse, Celia Marcos, who uh, saw that her patient had stopped breathing. She didn't have her N95 mask. She grabbed a simple mask, ran in, saved the woman, and contracted the disease and passed as a result of it. Um, oh, God. This, this, the, the kind of heroic... That's yes capable of and and this doctor has written something saying you know we signed up to help people we didn't sign up for a su on a suicide mission yeah and, and i saw a picture of a nurse who had spent yet another long day trying to keep people alive who, who then died yeah. and the quote from her was so moving she said i can't stop my brain from working yes can't rest can't even take a nap because the brain is racing yeah. Uh, it's there's something uh, their their DNA is just different. I mean, all they want to do is fix it, help, care, compassion, strong strength. Uh, they're I mean, they just go and do it. Like you know, Eleanor Roosevelt, who I my icon, uh, said, uh, "What needs to be done can usually be done." You know, it's that simple. You just, they just go in and do it. That's, yeah, well, that's certainly the attitude you have to have. Is that your dog in the background? Yes, dog? yes. Can you she, explain she wasn't, to, Yes. Uh, to, uh, okay, I'm going to go off. <laughs> uh, don't listen to this, okay? Stop! No! <laughs> you just you need to know how to talk to her. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. It's wonderful to applaud at seven o'clock and bang pots and pans and to express thanks the way we have on that. But I'm, what I'm thinking is it's one thing to express our thanks and to do videos and say thank you. Mm -hmm. I keep looking for something more, more material. And, and mm -hmm. I came across something just today that I really like the sound of. It's called sliceouthunger.org slice mm. like in a slice of pizza slice mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. what they mm -hmm. do is when you make the donation which only takes a couple of minutes they find out where which hospital needs can use a a, a pizza break mm -hmm. what the best time is to do it so it doesn't interfere with their work and they support local businesses by having a local pizza company local pizza store deliver the pizza so you you help the local business you get you get a, a nice pizza break to the health workers in the hospital and it's it's a little bit more than just saying thank you it's mm -hmm. another way to say thank you which i think is great so i did it today it just took a couple of minutes and it's that's it's, nice that's good it's fun to do you know another another thing that i've been trying to do is my my local restaurants and also my favorite restaurants, uh, you can um, buy like dinner for two when this is over. You can give gifts to your friends to go there. And, and like, let's say somebody's birthday is coming up in October. I can buy dinner for two at, let's say, um, 
uh, Orsini's or La Scala or so, you know, and, and I, I buy that. The money helps them. And I give the gift for the birthday. So it's kind of like a cute win-win situation. We all have to offer as much congratulations and love and support as we can to the healthcare workers on all levels. And, you know, the people who clean up the hospitals as well as the nurses and the doctors and the technicians. But um, I try when I'm out on the road and I am every once in a while to giving a high sign, a thumbs up to the bus driver. We've hung a thank you sign on our mailbox for our post person who comes every day in spite of what's out there. Um, and I think about people in prisons, people who are you know, oh. unable to uh, protect themselves and are relying on the staff to be as humane for them as they are for themselves. So there are so many areas where there are, there's need, I think, for us to be sensitive to in, in this extraordinary time. My life is dependent now on people that I, that, that in a way, have been unvi- invisible to me up until now. Hmm. And something as simple as the people who deliver boxes to our front door, uh, they're exposing themselves to all kinds of environments. They're out on the road all day long. They're lifting boxes that have been touched by many other people. I think the quarantine or sequestering uh, has has proven that, has done that to us, has made us aware of, you call it, you know, these people were invisible. We took for granted and, and continue to take for granted those services. And now uh, it's we need to wait a minute. I've got to thank this person for for doing that. What can I do for that person? There was a, a little uh, video on uh, the television uh, a couple of days ago. A little girl was drawing a rainbow and a thank you note on the sidewalk leading up to her house to the postman. Oh, to, that's to, nice. and, and it was so. And she looked through the window. <laughs> and he was he was in tears, and he was looking at this this beautiful little chalk drawing, thanking him. You yeah, know. well, there is the chance that this can bring us together and make us more aware of one another, which would be nice. We, we could certainly use it. Yes, um, it needs a crisis, and it's too bad it takes that kind of loss of lives and suffering to make us aware of it. We've entered a new time now when how we wash our hands is really important. And Loretta and Mike and I were kind of surprised to hear people come up to us and tell us they learned how to wash their hands that way years ago watching MASH when we come back. The sponsor of Clear and Vivid is the Kavli Foundation, a partner in the Kavli Prize, which honors scientists for breakthroughs in astrophysics, nanoscience, and neuroscience. The 2020 Kavli Prize laureates were announced on May 27th with the participation of the World Science Festival and the festival's co-founder, Brian Green. You can watch the announcement and meet this year's winners, as well as learn more about the history of the Kavli Prize at kavliprize.org. That's K-A-V-L-I prize. 
The Kavli Prize is a partnership between the Norwegian Academy of Science and Letters, the Norwegian Ministry of Education and Research, and the Kavli Foundation. In some future episodes of Clear and Vivid, I'll be talking with several other Kavli Prize laureates, and I'll be exploring with them the very big, our universe, the very small, the realm of atoms and molecules, and the very complex, the brain and the nervous system. I want to thank all of you who have signed up to support Clear and Vivid on Patreon. It really helps us to bring you conversations with some of the most interesting people out there. Along with our sponsors, you make Clear and Vivid possible. If you haven't become a patron yet, here's how it works. If you visit patreon.com slash clearandvivid, you can subscribe for as little as $2 a month to get advanced news about coming shows and get listed on a virtual wall of generous benefactors, and there's even a modest bit of swag. If you go for a higher level of support, there's a lot of fun stuff coming your way. Videos and audio clips of moments with our guests that were fascinating but didn't make it into the show. Bonus episodes of behind-the-scenes chat as my producer Graham Chet and I put the shows together. Plus, for our top subscribers, a monthly video conference with me. That's been a wonderful experience. I love meeting the thoughtful, engaged people who listen to our podcast. And I'll even record a personalized voicemail message for your mobile phone. If you'd like to know more, just go to patreon.com slash clearandvivid. And remember, you don't have to become a patron to keep listening to the show. You can continue to listen for free, but you can get an awful lot of fun extras if you do become a subscriber. And most importantly, your patronage directly funds our work with the Aldous Center for Communicating Science. So join us at patreon.com slash clearandvivid. That's patreon.com slash clearandvivid. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. This is Clear and Vivid, and now back to my conversation with Mike Farrell and Loretta Swit. Did you both see that video that a person called Frank Vaccariello made about 
all the things you should be aware of about the coronavirus, which he says have were on mash. Like, oh, l- did you see that? Learning to wash your hands. And, yes. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Did you I, mean, I sent this out. I don't know. If I, I, I thought I sent it to everybody. Uh, yeah. This was on Twitter where uh, this the, the father was uh, telling the boy to wash his hands, his son. You know, be sure you wash your hands appropriately and, you know, and properly. And the little boy said to him, Dad, I've been watching MASH for years. I know how to scrub up. I this know. little, you know who little else kid said says to his father. You know who else said it on the Internet was Tina Fey. She said she wouldn't have to wash her hands from watching us. And what's interesting is going up to the elbows. It's your whole arm that's involved. It's not just here, you know. Yeah, but, but if I do that, all the water runs down to my elbow. Well, you have to make an adjustment somehow, Alan. You uh, have to work it out. The way I worked out this this light and this, yes, I can't you, believe I, you, I this is to, now standing on really its end. You this, Loretta. It was well worth the eight hours we spent on this. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to say. I had to just Some go running. Some of the funniest moments that uh, we've ever spent together including <laughs> moments we spent together doing the show. What can you set up for this? For yeah. this? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think some of the moments we shared on that show could ever, ever be funnier. Yeah, well, you got to see the, you got to see yourself setting up the zoom call. Right? I have pictures <laughs> of you laughing during comrades in arms that are just a treasure. There's your mouth is wide open, screaming with laughter. You could, I could almost hear the sound the the pictures are so fabulous those photos and just recently i sent another photo to everybody saying thanks for the laughs and the memories it's me holding my sides laughing there you're there and and mike you're uh on my left and you're laughing just as hard and and alan is sort of in the back on my right Loretta. and i know my my ribs certainly remember loretta have you noticed that mike has a beard no, I didn't notice. <laughs> How long have you been growing this? Well, since I couldn't go out anymore, I decided I've, nobody's going to see what me. What the hell? I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've reached that age where in the middle of arranging my hair, I think. Uh, I love that. Arranging <laughs> arranging your hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not enough to comb anymore. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, I haven't seen a beauty parlor in months. I finally discovered what's underneath the blonde all these years. You know, it's very white. So I have to, as soon as we go out and make contact, I have to blonde up again. People of my granddaughter's generation say that when when asked, what what's the first thing you're going to do when this is over? They say, I'm going to go get my hair cut. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. My hair has never been this long. I'm starting to look like uh, baby Jane, baby now, Jane Mike, Hudson. Mike, you have shortish hair <laughs> uh, on the Zoom here. It's not, it's not down to your shoulders yet. Is somebody cutting it for you? No, no. It's oh, all wait. going back here. Yeah, it's sort of the... Uh, Is it like a ponytail? Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to decide whether I can. I should do a ponytail or what we used to call a duck. A braid, maybe a braid. Yeah. So cute, <laughs> <laughs> my cute fellas. I love you so. Now let's have a little concerned about Jamie. 
I uh, tried to call him and I left word. Yeah, there, there, Jamie, I should mention, I, I asked both Jamie and Gary to be on the program with us today. They both had technical problems. So we'll have to just do it another time. It's, it, you know, the, the Internet is so full of people communicating like this. You need a lot of bandwidth to be able to connect up. As we well, I think also Gary's in a place where sometimes the phone doesn't even work. Yeah, his, right. that's always been the case with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should only make fun of Gary when he's here to make fun back. <laughs> you know, speaking of making fun of each other, when we did the show, I learned something that I carried with me all the time since then about acting and it really helped propel me into this other interest I have, which is communication. Because when we sat around like that, kidding each other and didn't leave our chairs between shots, that contributed, in my opinion, to better scenes. We were more together. We were we were tuned into We're very, very connected. We were always very connected. Did you find that too, Mike? Absolutely. I think it, it helped me in life, actually. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I no. think it, I think, now, do you think these Zoom calls that everybody's doing are a replacement for that? They can't be a full replacement, but it seems to me that they're, they're, they've accomplished some of the same things. We can read each other's faces. We can laugh together. How it's about a, you, Loretta? You're new to this. I right? think it's even more so. The effort that I made to connect, for example. (laughs) But I know, I mean it, I see you. Uh, Well, of course, I know you so well. I can read so many expressions, you know, uh, and Mike, my big brother. But um, I think it's even more so that we're communicating in this way. Not just it's, not because it's us, but I mean people that we're looking at and talking to. uh, you know, I'm a great fan of Hannah Gadsby, and she ends her first special with, it's communication. We need to communicate. We need to connect, she says. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a great form of connection. I think that's right. I think there's, a, there's an innate need to connect with other people that we're experiencing the, the, the missing, the, the, the lack of. Mm-hmm. This business of being shut down and shut in, um, and it's—I think it's quite wonderful to see that people are realizing that. I, I have to tell you one thing: my daughter and her daughter came over, and they stay outside in the yard and swim. And Shelley and I will stand in the patio and watch them, but we were all waving. We can't touch. But when Shelley first walked out, she walked up to. Uh, to my granddaughter, Addison, to give her a hug. And Addison quickly held up her hand and said, social distancing. <laughs> how, how old is she? <laughs> Seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah, I think, I really think that's great. They're growing through and growing up and through a, an important learning period. This, they're to, There's so much to learn from this. I agree. But I do wonder about two-year-olds yep. who are growing up without face-to-face contact with other kids around, are they learning the right developmental things that they need to, to go through? The, the, uh, 
stages developmentally that they need to go through. And we'll only know, I guess, sometime after this is over and it's studied. Yeah. Uh, You know, you can, maybe it's just turning lemons into lemonade. There's a way of squeezing out the positive from even what sounds like on the surface as a very detrimental or negative experience. I you know, agree. It, I agree. And, and something I've noticed in my reading is that whenever a new technology is introduced, like what we're going through right now on screen, whenever it's introduced, there are people who say, for your health. And an example of that that's hilarious is when cars came into existence, there were articles written in newspapers that said the human body was not designed to travel 30 miles an hour. <laughs> and all your organs will flatten against your spine. So make you live through the Internet, too. Yeah. Um, there's this beautiful speech that Spencer Tracy has in Inherit the Wind, where he talks about what you give up to get. And he says, uh, yes, you can have, um, uh, well, in our case, you can have uh, the internet and send emails, but you lose the charm of letter writing. That personal, the pen to the paper, the handwriting and the mailing. So there's a charm to that. And he gives different examples of giving uh, giving up something to get Tremendous progress, tremendous uh, advantages. And you're not always sure what it is you're getting. So people who want to conserve what they have are not so eager to uh, to give up in order to get. But one, there's always uh, the positive side, as you said. In the future, instead of finding a bundle of love letters in the attic, somebody will find an old hard drive in the basement and mm-hmm. thousands of love letters on them. And they'll all say... What's up? Heart, heart, heart. (laughs) I um, was so frightened with all this technology and I, oh, I don't Mm. want, I know I don't want to do that. I don't need to do that. And now, of course, I, I think it's thrilling. What we're doing right now to me is thrilling that we can do it is thrilling that i can do it that i'm you know not so fast shapiro you can't do it (laughs) no but i ran and hooked up with a a long cord and you don't know what that was all about here it took 10 minutes to plug in your phone and it sounded like the the eyes are not what they used to be you have turned off my lights here because i was too well lit and so so i I, it took a great deal of me and i'm yelling at my poor little yorkie you know so but but I'm able to do it. It's, you know, it's fun great. aside. It's, great. it's it, great for us to be able to get together again like this. Yes, yes. Always, no, I, as I always. I, I have been very concerned, frankly, about the, t- the amount of time kids, particularly kids, get spend on screens, looking mm-hmm. at games, doing that stuff. I think there's a real danger to it. And yet, as we were just discussing, the other side of it is here when we need this capacity to connect with people and we don't have the opportunity because of being trapped in our homes, um, the screens become the saviors for us. Yes, all the homeschooling and the the education and so forth that continues through technology. Fantastic. The fact that Obama could speak 
to so many graduating classes. Yeah, I, I don't, there's just, um, I'm seeing now more and more nothing but the pluses involved. Do you, but do you both find you have more time to do things? I have less time. It takes three times longer to do everything. I'm very open, busy. I can't open a package without wiping it down. It takes me hours to wipe down Arlene every day. <laughs> yeah, she's enjoying it, though. She told me it's fun. So, um... But, but I, I, I'm amazed at these people who have all, all day long and they, they're learning Portuguese. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> where do they get the time? First of all, I want to know why Portuguese. But uh, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm so busy. It yeah. takes me. Well, first of all, you heard the Yorkie, but I've got the old cat and the Yorkie. It takes me about two hours first thing in the morning before I even get to myself to clean, clean dishes and, and eating um, platters and, and then uh, clean the floors and, and the surfaces. And I mean, it takes a long time just to get a little area hygiened and, and my, my cat and dog fed and watered and happy and i haven't even gotten to like making up a bed or doing the the hygiene work in the bedroom or the other rooms and so forth and it's okay it's really well, then, okay the, the nice thing is i find except when i have a scheduled zoom call i have to make when i get sleepy i just sit down and go to sleep for a half an hour <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and during the rest of the day, I find I have a whole new relationship with my dishwasher. <laughs> I'm constantly washing the dishes. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't know where they were getting done before, but now every few hours we got a new load. I have a deep appreciation for living alone. Yeah. So what is this? Is this a, a new appreciation you have? Uh, deeper. Deeper. <laughs> yes, uh, it's, um, it's, it's a lot easier to just do me, but also um, spending time with me, quarantine this way, mm. learning a lot about me in this situation and what I'm able to do in this situation, and uh, how positive some of it has been. That's and great. And so it's, it's been like a learning experience for me. That's great. Sounds like you're ready for Portuguese. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to skip Portuguese. I, I certainly could brush up on my French, which is so lacking. <laughs> but... Um, uh, uh, that it's, uh, I'm not ready for that kind of. That's almost frivolity right now uh, yeah, for know, me to do. What what my frivolity right now is catching up on movies that I missed. Ah, what about binging? Does either of you binge? Mike, are you binging on anything? Binging, 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 binging watching streaming series. Oh, oh, well, watching more television than I ever have in the past. Yeah. Not so, binging in particular, but just uh, well, binging. Binging is is like this: an hour, an hour episode of of something that you're watching ends, and you've just been there for an hour, and you look at each other and you say, "Let's go for another one." 
<laughs> and that ends. You don't even look at each other. You say, what's next? You put the next one. <laughs> and this goes on till two in the morning. Uh-huh. That's binging. That's, that sounds like binging. I haven't, I haven't experienced that one yet. Oh, My advantage is I don't have to look at anybody for uh, an okay. I no, just go to the right. next episode. <laughs> but speaking of binging and new, I, I someone recommended to me, some a director friend said, have you seen Hollywood? And I hadn't. And a lot of friends in it, so I knew I was going to get to it because they're all good actors. You know? And I binged. I watched the whole season. You in know, one sitting. We're binging on a show called The Restaurant from Sweden. Sweden, yes. It is so good. And during the day, when we're not binging, we say to each other, do you think Peter will get away with that? Or what's happening to MAGA? I wonder how... <laughs> <laughs> we're like people, people who believe so about <laughs> I've had such a good time sitting with you two. When this is over and we're back out in the real world, what does each of you look forward to doing first? First would be hug my kids and my grandkids. Second would be take a ride on my motorcycle. Oh, you and that bike. <laughs> How about you, Loretta? Uh, um, I'm looking forward to doing a, a film that I like. I really love the part. So she's an activist and, uh, and I um, getting back into doing what I love most, which is um, acting theater, whatever. Um, I had a stack of, of um, autograph shows lined up. In fact, Jamie and I were going to do a couple together and I get a lot of pleasure meeting meeting the fans who just love us so much well i look forward as mike does to hugging my kids and grandkids and to sitting close enough with friends at dinner mm. to pass the sardines <laughs> <laughs> um, i love Alan. you both i love you both i'm so glad i got together with you today thank you love for you me. back dear thank god you. bless be careful and be strict. Oh, wait, you can't leave now. My cat now wants to talk. <laughs> Do you hear my cat? Do you hear my cat? Yes. Tell her to talk to the dog. Yes. <laughs> so long, guys. Bye-bye, guys. This has been clear and vivid. At least I hope so. My thanks to the sponsor of this podcast and to all of you who support our show on Patreon. You keep clear and vivid up and running. And after we pay expenses, whatever is left over goes to the Alda Center for Communicating Science at Stony Brook University. So your support is contributing to the better communication of science. We're very grateful. My thanks and hugs to Loretta Swit and Mike Farrell for getting together with me on today's show. If you want to keep up with Loretta on Twitter... She's at Loretta Swit, and you can keep up with Mike Farrell at MikeFarrell.org. This episode was edited and produced by our executive producer, Graham Chedd, with help from our associate producer, Gene Chimay. Our sound engineer is Dan DeZula, and our publicist is Sarah Hill. 
You can subscribe to our podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. For more details about Clear and Vivid and to sign up for my newsletter, please visit alanalda.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Clear and Vivid, and I'm on Twitter at Alan Alda. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Next in our series of conversations, I talk with psychologist and best-selling author Steven Pinker. Originally, we planned to be in front of an audience at the 92nd Street Y in New York. But instead, like so many nowadays, our conversation was online and in front of a virtual audience. Our theme, which is also the theme of Clear and Vivid, was connecting and communicating. When we use language, we're really we're doing two things at once. We are conveying information, but we're also in a, a social relationship. We're on speaking terms. So if I say, uh, if you could pass the guacamole, that would be awesome. Uh, it's kind of an odd uh, proposition when you think about it. I mean, it wouldn't really be awesome. And why not just say, you know, give me the damn guacamole? Well, it's because <laughs> you really, you want it, but you don't want to be treating someone as if they're a servant. We've got to choose our words to get the message across without, uh, without signaling the wrong kind of social relationship. Steven Pinker and the Art and Science of Communicating, next time on Clear and Vivid. <laughs>